How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. This is the very first episode of a brand new podcast series. We're very, very excited. We're really excited. This is one of those projects that we've wanted to do for so long. So the fact that we're actually sitting down and doing it is just feels brilliant. I know. I've got lovely. like I've got tingly toes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got tingly toes. Darling, you've always got tingly toes. <laughs> um, if we haven't met before, hello. Hi, Hi. nice what to meet you. What a treat. Oh, welcome. How divine. Um, so we have another podcast that um, is Jules and Sarah, the podcast cast creative um, that we've been doing well over two years over now over two yes. years Sarah and I have been creating a comedy podcast together yes um, that really focused on the fact that we just wanted to see each other more yes um, but through doing this I mean we have been on quite a journey together haven't we oh the highs the lows the highs the real and lows, lows. yeah, the, yeah. like it's a really funny thing. When we started recording Jules and Sarah, we didn't have any idea of the emotional and I want to say spiritual, but there must be a better word. But I'm going to go with spiritual of the journey that we would be on with our listeners. Yes. Um, which hopefully you guys, the Port Salute crew, are all over here having yes. a good listen and a chinwag with us. Our listeners from Jules and Sarah, because we talk about cheese a lot on our podcast and um, they are known as the Port Salute crew so hello if you are in the Port Salute crew and hello if you are Wobble crew hello Wobble we are crew so, so thrilled to have you um, so something that we yeah we never expected doing Jules and Sarah is that the Port Salute crew write to us which is so lovely like they physically send postcards and letters and we have uh, messages lots of sliding into the DMs yeah. as well on Instagram um, you can go and find us there Jules and Sarah podcast if you want to see the other the podcast um, but what's been really amazing is that we've had letters and stories and messages from people saying I've been going through this it's been really hard or it's been really tough or it's been really difficult and the podcast it's always helped which yeah. is a really lovely thing and totally unexpected we never thought that would happen we never thought that would happen but it's the same consistent message that we get of I'm going through this and I'm feeling a bit down and you guys have pulled us around. So we kind of feel this badge of honour that yeah. I get to wear that every week we make people feel better. But what we wanted to do was create another podcast um, series called Wobble because 
we wanted to say that it is, it is totally okay to not be okay. Yes. And if you're going through body confidence issues, mental health issues, lots of different issues, like Sarah and I have issues. So within this first episode of Wobble, we're going to talk about what makes us wobble. Yes. And then throughout this series, we have got the most amazing guests coming on that are going to talk all about their personal experiences. And these are people in all different fields of life to show you that it's totally okay to wobble. Absolutely. And that everybody wobbles. Everybody's got yeah. their things. Yes, some people suffer with them perhaps more than others, but everybody's got those things that nag at them, those things that trip them up, those things that stop them being as confident or really going for things as much. Everybody has got those little fears in them, those little things that we all come back to. Everybody's got them. Everybody wobbles. But we are wobbling together. Yes. We're all together <laughs> yes. in this. This is one collective wobble. It's one giant trifle and just wobbling away. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of these lovely projects that we've both said to each other. This isn't going to be down and down in the dumps, is it? This no. is going to mean Sarah and I love to laugh, don't yes. we? We love to laugh. And if you have heard the other podcast, I mean, fun-filled nonsense is quite often how oh, you we can describe have a, it. Gonna, <laughs> you can have a hoot at anything. Yes. Quite often, our podcast has saved us, um, and also. There are lots of different things that have helped me through life. Like, I don't even know if people know this. Like, I broke up with my boyfriend the day before we recorded a Jules and Sarah episode. And I came in, didn't I? And we went through so many tears together of crying. And I was like, I just don't know if I can do this. And then the next day, I mean, I remember sitting there in the chair and going, I feel so terrible. But... I want to do this podcast and it, you just push each other along don't you yeah we yeah we've had a lot of moments like that where we've come to record and we've thought god I feel so low or I'm so down or I just I don't have it in me today and it's been I mean it's we've talked about it being like therapy for us yeah. because we go in we just kind of put all that to one side we just have a laugh on the podcast for an hour and you just always feel better don't you? you always feel a little bit better if you've taken yourself out of a moment in that way? I mean, a reason why I personally wanted to launch Wobble with Sarah is because I have co-founded a tanning brand called Isle of Paradise. Now, this brand is not your conventional tanning brand, nor is it your conventional beauty brand, because I'm not your conventional person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, through my whole career, have stared at naked women and men, and I've realized that there is a lot of issues, be it mental and body confidence. And we love podcasting, don't we? Any excuse to get the mics together. But I wanted to, alongside the brand launch, create this podcast that really is meant to show you that it's totally cool to not be cool and it's totally okay to not be okay and that Sarah and I have both had our issues and we're still ticking along and we're still going for it and we're still loving our lives um but also I mean I love tan I love looking and feeling my best and that's why tanning alongside wobble it's all working very nicely But in terms of, I mean, let's go into our own wobbles. Yes, what makes us wobble? So so we're going to focus on body issues and also mental health issues. And it's amazing, certainly for me, how close those two are, actually. I've had, I've always had a really difficult relationship with food. Always. And I think I've always dieted. I've always been very dismissive of my body because I was always too fat that was my line that was my thing I always I mean it was always very black and white in that way I was fat or I was thin and if I was thin I was happy and if I was fat I was unhappy and that's kind of always how it's been I used to say that me and my body don't get on 
that was my line. I just was kind of dismissed. You know, I didn't really look down. I know that that's a, quite a common phrase, actually, when body issues are really bad. You just don't even want to look down. You don't mm. want to sort of acknowledge that it exists. And my friend, I'll always remember this, my friend who's a yoga teacher, she said, You're, you've got a really beautiful, healthy body. And I thought, I'm so lucky that this body's healthy, that this body has nothing wrong with it, actually, apart from my own stuff around That's it. That's such a lovely it way was an of amazing, thinking of it. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. And I'm always staggered now how closely food is linked to my mood. So if I, I often eat emotionally. That's another thing that yeah. I always do. If I get stressed, I'll eat. If I feel sad, I'll eat. And I get, I get stressed a lot. We'll come on to that later on. But quite often I'll think, sod it, eat something. And then even 10, 20 minutes later, I will feel really bad. I'll feel really bad about it, really low and really sad. And then quite angry. I can get quite angry about it. So that's definitely always been a thing with me. But what's interesting about you and I talking about our body issues is that I'm not bothered what anybody else thinks of my body. No, because like, remember that first time that I spray sand you? Yeah. And you, <laughs> Like, I've never seen anyone. I mean, I look at bodies 24-7. I I watch women get undressed. Yes. Probably like 10, 20 times a week. Yeah. And you undressed so quickly and were so confident. I remember you standing there and you put your arms open. You were like, where do you want me? (laughs) And I was just like, oh my God, this girl is so confident and so full of life. Yeah. That I would have never, ever assumed that you had any body issue at all. And your body is beautiful. I'm saying to you as your friend, I see you as incredibly beautiful. And that's what you should see in yourself. Yeah, it's so hard though, isn't it? It's It's so so hard hard. to say it about yourself. It's so hard. Uh, But the difference that we realise is that for me, it's just me. It's me not being able to look at myself in the mirror. I don't care what anybody else thinks of my body. But it's kind of the other way around for you. I'm completely the other way around. I think... um, I'm totally cool with my body. Like I, when I look in the mirror, I'm totally cool. But I've been on such a journey yeah. um, that it was more about what other people thought. So I couldn't, and very openly, I'll say this, like I have, str- like I struggled early on in my 20s with body dysmorphia. I had anorexia. Like I have been right to the bottom and come right back up out the other side. I think doing what I do as a day job and working with bodies has really helped me in my own body. And I think learning that actually I'd rather just eat a donut and just accept that I have this wobble and it's going to be okay, I think. And do you mean a physical wobble when you say that? I I think it's both a mental wobble and a physical wobble. There's, you know, there's always moments where you're like, how have these shrunk in the wardrobe? (laughs) But I also think there's more to life than me looking at myself and hating my skin. I think, you know, you only have, you only have one life yeah and I think I I just know that I don't want to be spending my whole life hating my body I mean yeah maybe I, I won't have a body that is like David Gandhi's body that is like the stereotypical version yeah. of beautiful but something that I've learned from dating is that how other people perceive their bodies is not necessarily how you perceive yours oh, so I'm I mean rarely. I'm saying to you yes. I think you're so gorgeous mm. and say we say we were a couple yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine but like I would find you so beautiful and like you would me like oh. sod it this is me this is me yeah it's really interesting what you're saying about David Gandhi because I always believed that you know this black and white thing so I either looked like Rihanna which 
which was the goal. And if I didn't look like Rihanna, then, well, stuff it. I may as well, do you know what I mean? I may as well go to the other extreme. It was that, you know, I was really focused on what the perfect image was. And I know there's a huge argument here about, oh God, the images that we have to see and put up with and the images that we subliminally kind of take well, in Well, I, I think we're going to, during the course of Wobble, we will be addressing social media and how you perceive yes. images that you are being fed. What amazes me, Sarah, about you is that like you were a life model yes. at uni. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. So I don't, I mean, I don't really know how it came about. Just, um, I think I wanted a bit of extra cash while I was at uni. So I went to uni in Aberystwyth, Wales. Hi. Um, the vodka was very cheap. The music was awful. And yeah, they, I can't even remember. I'm, I think I must have seen an advert on a notice board for life models. And it was the art department. And it was like this evening class thing that they were doing. And yeah, I just, I mean, the funny thing about that is that's a very different environment to take your clothes off in. Everyone's expecting it for a start. You know what I mean? Everyone's just, you know, they're glad to be there to have something to draw. They're not really looking at you in terms of good or bad. But I mean, for me, if someone's in the booth with me, it's just me and you. But for yeah. you to take your clothes off in front of a group of people who are holding charcoal, <laughs> yes. how did you feel when you did that? Like, because I, I honestly, I don't know if I could personally do it. I don't know if I could. I think I would love to be able to do it, but I think I hold so much stigma around with it. Like, how, how did you just do it? I don't know if I could do it now. I don't think I could do it now. I think it was very much at the time I was 19 and I was like, woohoo, yeah. And what you really, the thing is, I hadn't really thought about it, which I know sounds really odd. I'd signed up for it. I'd booked it in. It was sort of an admin thing at that point. I was like, oh, yeah, that's when I'm going to go and do that thing. And it was only when I got there because they asked you to bring a dressing gown. And it was only when I got there and they were like, oh, you just want to go back here and just, just put the dressing gown on. That'd be great. And I put this dressing gown on and then they sort of put you in position where they want you. And then, I mean, it's do or die. You've got, you can't run well, you off. passed the point yeah, of no that's return. It now you've committed. They need you. They're ready with the charcoals. They want something to draw. So then you drop it. And the thing is, like, nobody gasps. <laughs> you know, they, they kind of got an well, idea they know of what what's g- coming. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like this. But the worst ones. Breasts. Yes, and the rest of it. I always remember when they started to draw me, it was always big circles. It was always boobs, you know, I'm very round. I've got a lot of curves going on. There was no straight lines at all on any of the drawings. But also the worst thing was when you'd get into position, right? And it's quite hard to stay still actually in a position for a long time. Especially if you've had lots of of sugar. Well, that's it. Or, you know, a cup of tea before you went in or everything. And so that you'd be in position. And then the worst thing was when they'd go, okay, this is a really long session. So we're looking at about 45 minutes for this one. And I'd be like, oh my God, my shoulder hurts now. It hurts already. 45 minutes. And then you're just concentrating on staying still because you want to do a good job. But was it like, was it liberating lying there and having people draw you? It was cold, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. It was a nice thing. But what was weird was Aberystwyth was a very small place. So you would see them in the bar, you know, a couple of nights later. And then they'd see you and you'd be like, oh, yeah, you saw me. I mean, I mean, I know when I've done life drawing and also when I'm working, I never look at somebody's body. I never judge somebody else's body. Like if we're around a pool and somebody walks past... There's no way that I would look at someone's body and think, God, that body is awful. And God, yeah, that lump- yeah, yeah. We think that was what people are doing for us. Yeah, so I yeah. think it's, and that's something that I've tried to constantly remind myself of is that nobody's really looking. Yeah. Nobody is really Nobody looking. Nobody cares as much as you do. And 
I had a big thing, especially in my 20s, about um, when it was getting naked with someone else, when you were getting down to it. Yes. I was very nervous about that moment yeah. of, of showing someone my skin. And well, you're very vulnerable. You're you the are, most vulnerable you can be. Yeah, and also I think when you're in your early 20s, especially with what I was going through then in terms of body dysmorphia, like you apologize and you say this and you say this and you worry about what position you're in and everything. Yeah. And I think something that I've learned, definitely learned as I've got older is that no one really cares in that moment. They're just there because they like you for you. And yeah. I think that's so important to but remember. But they're probably worried about themselves yeah, as well, you know, definitely. in that sort of way. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's amazing, isn't it, how much your self-esteem affects your relationships. Yeah. You know, with with who you meet and how you who you go home with, that sort of thing. And my friend used to say I was easily flattered, right? And I always have been. If anybody shows me the slightest bit of attention, I just can't believe it. So, you know, I I mean, I got off with, you know, some people that I really shouldn't have looking back. <laughs> I really didn't need to go there. But I did. And it was always, because of my own self-esteem, I thought they were better than me. It's that thing of putting yourself lower straight away before you've even come out of the front door before you've even opened your mouth you they are better than you because you've got this low self-esteem because you don't like something about yourself but actually what well, in hindsight no one is better than anyone you are completely no. on the same level regard like instantly and if they think they're better you don't want to be around them believe no. me anybody who thinks that they are slightly better than you forget it move on like people I think people worry too much I mean if I could go back and tell myself something when I was 20 21 and I'd say I'd I'd give myself a shake on the shoulder and say, Jules, you're so beautiful. Yeah. You're so gorgeous. Yeah. You are lovely. And there are moments in life when I know I had a boy in my bed and I was apologizing for things and saying I remember him saying, I think you're really insecure. Yeah. And I remember thinking, 
God, is that how somebody else sees me? And I'd love to go back to that moment and not say those things and just be like, I mean, I'm glad I did because it's got me to where I am today. I don't don't regret anything. Oh God, it's all part of it, yeah. But I think it amazes me. And if you're listening and you're you're in your early like 20s, believe you me, when you get to like your 30s, you look back at pictures Yes, I was going to say, don't you look back at pictures. You look back at pictures (laughs) and you just think, oh, you're so gorgeous. You are so gorgeous. I look back on pictures. I do that all the time. And I go, I wasn't fat. I thought I was so big then. I thought I was so awful and hideous then. But I think I think what's amazing, what's so wonderful now is that when we were in our 20s, there was no such thing as Instagram. There was no such thing as social media. So we were exposed. Email to... had only just begun when I went to university. <laughs> Email. I remember going, it'll never catch on. <laughs> What's wrong with a letter? <laughs> You're still faxing now. Yeah, I am actually. I would bring it all back. <laughs> <laughs> but what um, what's amazing now is that Instagram, I think, can show us incredible things. So yeah. I follow loads of body confidence girls. I think it's so amazing. And Very boys inspiring. wearing makeup. And it's just it is so inspiring and what's important now is that you can just be you I I grew up in the north where at that time there wasn't a lot of differentiation shall we say so it was quite difficult and I think now there's lots of clubs everywhere there's lots of you can fit into anything anywhere and you can find people more easily because you've got online you can find your people and I think if you're growing up in an area where you maybe think god I'm not really like anyone around here that's totally okay yes it's totally okay I haven't lived in the area where You'll I grew be up fine. For, yeah, for uh, quite some time. Um, so like body, I mean, body issues, it's all related to your mind, yeah, isn't it? Course. It's all mental. It's yeah. how you perceive yourself within that mirror mm. and that moment on your own. And I was talking to someone the other day and they were um, saying about the number in the back of clothes yes. and how it really affected them when they were buying stuff. And I actually had a moment this weekend where I was trying, I tried on a jumper yep. and it was one size. And then I tried on a jumper, the same jumper in a different size. And someone said, well, at your age, they're bigger sizes that's cool and I was like what that doesn't even make sense no. what you've just said to me doesn't make sense what did but they mean they meant that because I'm older it's okay to be a bit bigger oh but I was like well it's not actually it's got nothing to do with that it's about how the jumper fits it's what not an it's, odd thing to say it's not about the size but that's obviously their shit not mine <laughs> yes. um but it is it's all in the mind but I've suffered with anxiety but not like you've suffered with anxiety I think, no I mean I've seen you at your most anxious we've been through moments together haven't we yeah because um, you remember back in the day I'm gonna to have to explain this situation yeah. so back in the day before Sarah and I used to record uh you were having a bit of a tough time um yeah well I've always had anxiety and obviously it does get worse when things are tricky but sometimes it's just there it's just there because I haven't done the things that I need to do I know that I need to meditate and it's really interesting that we are recording this today because I have been really anxious the last couple of weeks have been really quite tricky they've been quite foggy and they've been quite anxious and I haven't been doing the things that I know I need to do I know I need to eat well I know I need to you know look after my sleep I know I need to meditate and I have not been meditating and now it's got to the stage where I've gone oh it won't even touch the sides I won't bother so yeah definitely in those moments and they're kind of the moments that well back in the day it used to take a long time to even start recording the podcast because Sarah used to have to go through all these checks and then we called we called that guy well we called that alter ego of yours Vic Barlow yeah we did because it was a way (laughs) it was a way for me to say to Sarah this isn't you yeah and we'd say oh no Vic Barlow's Vic Barlow's coming out Vic Barlow's coming out and you used to have to do this whole routine before and I I just sat patiently I was like she's gonna be fine 
and then you'd be fine. But the more we did this podcast, the more we did Jules and Sarah, Vic Barlow is not really as prominent as he once no, was. No, he's and, not, like, actually. But you've come on this journey out of that. And we, we've had chats before, before we've done a podcast, about Sarah has been in floods of tears, yeah. haven't you? And you've yeah. been going through a really anxious time. But I have never really suffered with anxiety like that. I'm re- I'm quite, oh, God, it'll be fine. And I yeah. brush things off. Which actually can sometimes be a really, really helpful thing because it's a really nice reflection. If I'm feeling very anxious and I talk to you and you're like, you don't need to worry about that. That's okay. There's a kindness there, which I think you're not able to always give yourself. Yeah. When I feel anxious, I know it's happening because decisions become really hard. Decisions become really hard because there's a fog of worry around everything there's too many questions there's too many consequences so things that are very simple just become really complicated and really difficult and then I think what happens is I get cross with myself and I get angry and I get frustrated and then eventually I get sad and that's exhausting I mean that's on top of everything that you've got to do every, you know, you've got to get up in the morning, you've got to have a shower, you've got to make breakfast, right? You've got to do all these things, but to have to do them with this other fog, with all this worrying on top of it, is really hard. It makes everything so much more difficult. But it's, an, I mean, I think you've hit quite a strong nail on the head because together, I mean, as a duo, as a, as a pair that work together and we stick together, we do have to help each other through these things. Like I'll turn up and I'll be, I can have a fall and I can have things go wrong and I can have, you know, moments where I'm like, I'm not feeling 100% because it is okay to not feel 100%. Yeah. But as a friend, I think you've got to look out for each other and be like, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. This is going to be fine. Like, we've got this. Like, I get quite nervous before. Um, you find this really weird, don't you? When we go to events, um, on the walk up to events, you now know that this happens, but I get very, very nervous before yeah. we go in. And, and you never thought that that, that would happened. happen. Yeah. The first time this happened, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you all right? Are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I I just get really nervous. And I just want to say that John, my boyfriend and I have identified the walk up as being a thing. So if you've got just something that it could be anything, you could be meeting somebody that you're a bit nervous about, or it could be, you know, something that you've got to perform at in some way, or just whatever it is, the walk up is always worse than the thing, right? Yeah. It's like going to the gym. Getting to the gym is awful. When you're in the gym, you're like, it's well, still I'm here now. It is still pretty <laughs> dreadful, to be honest. But at least you're there and at least you're doing it. You've not had to have that conversation before with yourself. So I the mean, walk-up is a real thing. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. And do you I know don't what know, it is? I, do you know? I don't know why. I think there is so many subliminal like issues that are probably hidden like I was bullied really badly at school so I don't know whether it is something to do with that going to a large crowd of people it's always a worky event that I get quite anxious before yeah um and it's huge it like bear in mind I'm in and out of people's homes every day I'm in and out of situations that I don't know every day Mm. but it's just that moment where I'm going to a big function a big event that suddenly and it's just as I turn the corner and I can see it it just kicks in and I'm like oh I'm really nervous now I'm really nervous I don't want to go and I just want to go home yeah I guess there's lots of different messages within this like I hate what I'm wearing people aren't going to like me I'm not going to know anyone this is going to be awful I just want to be in bed watching telly but you just have to push yourself to do it yeah but I think it's so strong of me to be able to say I'm nervous and then you to then help me out so if you are having these issues where you are maybe feeling you do get that anxious or you do 
do have those little wobbles along the, in the day to be able to say it yes. or to be a friend and ask yeah, yeah. then you actually be able to help each other through and it's interesting actually what you said about you being worried about people not liking you because although I don't care what people think of my body I do care what people think of me and I really want them to like me it's really really important to me to the point where they are better than me because they've got a lot of power in that do you know what I mean they've got the power to say I like you or I don't I for some reason don't get the choice the other way do you know what I mean I've got to impress them and they've got to like me otherwise there's some sort of failure around it so that's kind of my thing but you're one of those people that you can't not like well that's very kind darling you can't not like you you're just so glorious oh you're like a ray of sunshine oh that's so nice and but something that always works whatever I wobble in is kindness if you can be kind to yourself in that moment if you can say I'm really struggling today or this is really hard or I'm finding this really difficult rather than going, God, why do you feel like this? Oh, you're useless. Oh, you always do this. Da, 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 da. Oh, you failed. If you can just be a bit kind because it's very easy to be kind to each other, isn't it? It's so yeah. hard sometimes to be kind to yourself, but that is something that always works for me. Yeah, always. I think as well, I mean, we get a lot, we've had a lot of letters before of people who have been bullied at work. Yeah. And that's quite a common theme that comes through uh, from our Jules and Sarah podcast. And I've been bullied at work. It's horrible. Mm. You've been bullied at work, haven't you? Yeah. And without realising it, weirdly, because, you know, we think of playground bullying, don't we? Which is so obvious. You know, it's name calling or, or whatever it is, or just general meanness. But yeah, being at work, I don't know, because we're adults, you sort of think, oh, it's all, you've grown out of it, actually. But it, it, it does happen. It is real. It happens a lot. But something I've realised is if someone is going to bully someone at work, I believe that that bully is usually incredibly unhappy in their life. I remember being bullied at work and then thinking... I'm going to take a little sidestep from this and go, actually, you are really unhappy mm. and this is all your issues. This isn't my issues. Just remember, if you are being bullied, that that's, it's their problem. It's not you. It's not you. Yeah. It's them. Telling somebody, actually, I think is really important. Massively important. Having an ally at work. Yeah. Having someone. And also reporting it. If it's, do you know what I mean? You might feel silly or you might feel like it's something trivial, but actually, you know, little things quite often mount up. So do speak to somebody. What always works for you? If you're having a wobble, if you're having a really sort of tricky day. Sometimes I have to just let go and let the wobble take over and let myself go right down to the bottom. Wow. Um, That's brave. It's brave, but I'm also... Sometimes there's nothing I can do and I'll need a cry and maybe... I'll pers- like I might comfort eat a bit. I might have a glass of wine, but I know that I'll wake up in the morning. It's a new day. Yeah, it's a new day. Um, I also find phoning friends really helps. Like I'll phone you, won't I? And I'll yeah. be like, I'm having a really horrible day. I need you <laughs> yeah. to talk to me for five minutes. And it's amazing how that can change the mood around. That's just what we were saying at the beginning with doing Jules and Sarah the podcast. Sometimes just taking yourself out of whatever whatever's making you wobble, whatever's bothering you in that moment. If you can just change it up, if you can. I don't know watch something on telly if you can listen to something if you can call a friend if you can whatever it is that just breaks it up sometimes that can be really helpful yeah I think so and I also think like you know things have happened to me before and I've had to have therapy and 
therapists have always said to me, just allow yourself to manifest within these moments. Yeah. Allow yourself to, it's okay, like indulge the body within this because it's okay to feel like that, but just don't indulge it for longer. Just let, like, and I think one life coach said to me, they were like, just let yourself go right down to rock bottom within that moment and the next day start fresh. Yeah, which is great if you can do that. You yeah. know, I mean, be really careful, you yeah, know, because yeah, 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 everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. rock bottom is yeah, different, course, isn't it? And, and, and yeah, but I think definitely having a cry or letting it out in the sort of least LA way possible, letting it out, letting it go and actually going, oh, right, I just needed that. I need that and now I'm fine. I can, I can go Because again. it's totally cool to feel like oh, that. It's God. totally I think it's being cool. being human, actually. Yeah. I think it's part of being alive to feel like that. What about you? What do you do when you wobble? I mean, the kindness thing is really hard. It's really useful if you can do it. And quite often I need somebody else to give me permission. Like I'll need John or even you or my sister or whoever to go, you're doing really well, actually. Don't worry. Can you just, you know, it's okay. Like, um, I agree with you that mixing things up, sort of calling people or bringing people in, because quite often... I don't know if you do this. I'll have a wobble, right? And and maybe it lasts for a couple of days or, you know, I've been really anxious for the last couple of weeks and I sort of pull away a bit. And then when I come back out of it, I will see somebody or have lunch with them and I'll go, God, the last couple of weeks, they've been really hard actually. And they'll go, you should have told me. And I think, yeah, why didn't I actually? I should have told you because you really care about me. And in that moment, it's really, it can be quite difficult to remember that. You can feel quite isolated actually. And you can mm. feel like you can't quite reach out. Mm. So yeah, if I think if you can bring somebody else in, it's always going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's a bit of give and take there. Don't be that friend. Don't be that friend who only ever calls a cuddle when you're really just helps. having a wobble. But a yeah. cuddle with a friend really helps. Oh, it's the best, isn't it? It's a, so yeah. lovely. And music. Just... Music's really good. A bit of a daily disco. If you can put some music on, you know, Christina Milian, dip it low, stick it on. Ellen Johnny, ready for love. Absolutely. I had a really good morning dance the other day um, to Whitney Houston. Yes. Just whacked oh. on a bit of Whitney and just arms in the air. I Whitney's was like, great. Right, life warmer. Yeah, that's it. So just little things like that and just be really good to yourself. Just be nice to yourself. If you need to just... God, if you need to just have a cup of tea, actually, just have one. If you need to have a bath, go and have one. If you need to just go to bed early and, you know, just do it. Just, I think we worry so much about letting other people down or, oh God, what, what are they going to think if I do that? And actually, God, it's okay because at some point they've probably felt the same. I also think, like, I mean, I love beauty. So I will maybe just have a haircut or I'll have a beard yeah. trim or I will apply a bit of self-tan and it just like, it will just lift me up. And I'm yeah, like, oh, true. there we go, there we there's go. Something, there's a real self-care thing around that yeah, isn't there there's something take... that goes oh I'm worth this actually I'm going to be really I'm going to do this because it's nice for me yeah and it, that that's what I always say to my clients when we're talking about tanning and we're talking about beauty it's not for anybody else this isn't for anybody mm. else this is for you and what you see in the mirror and if it makes you feel better whether it's in the mind or as you look at your body yeah then do it because th it that's worth it yes so this has been the very first episode of Wobble. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for staying with us. If you're still there, hello, thank <laughs> you. Um, we have got the most amazing guests, as Jules said, the most incredible guests. Every episode from now on will have a really brilliant guest who's been through something, has had a wobble, how they got through it, what they learned. Hopefully, you know, we'll all learn things as well. We'll all be able to, because we all need something else sometimes. And it's amazing how you can hear something in a moment that you just really connect with. Exactly. And also, 
this podcast is all about teaching you that it is okay to not feel okay. We yeah. all have our wobbles. In this episode particularly, Sarah and I wanted to open up and be like, these are our issues. Yeah. So we've all got issues and that's cool. Now, remember that this is a new podcast brand new spanking new yes, some might say oh um so if you want to give us a rating please do five stars please <laughs> <laughs> or tweet the link uh, we are also at jules and sarah podcast on instagram and as said before this is in association with a tanning brand that i have co-founded called isle of paradise a brand that is here for you uh, to help you look and feel better. We believe in this podcast and this is something that we want to keep creating. So please share it. Please tell your friends. Yeah. Please talk about it because they are issues in your head and al- that you might suffer with alone, but talk about it. Yes. Because by talking about it, you're going to help yourself along the journey. We all wobble. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you next time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.